Well, that was fun. Was it? It was a blast. Uh, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's episode 37. Thanks for coming back. Um, if you're a first-time listener, please subscribe now. Well, wait. Because it's going to get pretty negative around here. <laughs> do it now so that you're not tempted later to uh, go, ooh, what the hell did I do to get subscribing to these guys? They're so angry. But we promise we're not always angry. It's just, you know, well, if you watch the games, you know. Just wait until the next Star Wars flick comes out and we'll be happy as clams. Yeah. Or a pig. Are clams happy? A pig and ish. Oh, yeah. Well, clams are happy. But I guess clams get irritated and that's when, where you get a pearl. Well. Oh. <laughs> makes sense makes total sense yeah but both uh, of our teams are uh two and three two and three uh five games are up and uh well here we go welcome to the common ground football podcast here are your hosts brian mclaughlin and andrew guzman common ground football podcast well, not Chi Washington. Ooh, it's true. North Central Washington. Uh, Gotten a couple questions. We're like, where, where are you guys from? Well, Chi, as they say. As they say, but we say Wenatchee. Yeah. Uh, beautiful North Central Washington. No, it's not desert here. It's amazing. Although, and you said it as you came in today, it's getting cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's getting a little chilly. Uh, and rain. We haven't had that in a Have while. Have a good nipple. <laughs> have yourself a nipple uh yeah so actually i'm i'm i haven't looked at the weather report yet i was actually curious on what the weather in london's going to be like for the seahawks this next weekend probably they, just like home over there in seattle as they travel across the pond cold and rainy as they say when do they leave do they leave today i think they leave tomorrow i know a lot of fan, a lot of, of the seattle news guys are already there um my cousin amy She's heading over tomorrow, I think, because um, her boyfriend is with KJR in Seattle, and, they, of course, they're going to be over there. So and they, they play at Wembley Stadium, right? Yeah, they were going to play at that new stadium. I don't remember what the name of it is, but uh, it's not going to be done in time. So they got moved to Wembley, and, and uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of the the London games. I, I think it's stupid. I enjoy it. <clears throat> you <laughs> Do you? I enjoys it. it makes, I, it's really cool. I mean, makes now, me ticklish and insecure. <laughs> now, putting a team over there—that's. I think that's a little far fetched, and you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next four or five years. But watching, you know, obviously Dallas played there in 2014 against Jacksonville, and that's when Des Bryant went off. But um, watching games over there and then seeing, you know, how fans react over there—it's. I mean, it's a lot of. It's exciting. And it's a lot of fun. But uh, it's. I guess I wouldn't have a problem if it was like East Coast teams that were the only ones that did it. But you took – they're literally taking Seattle and Oakland. You can't get teams further away from London. <laughs> like, it's impossible. Well, that's why you fly out early in the week. And it's by the time still, Sunday rolls around, you'd be okay. It, uh, last season, we were so spoiled. I think we only had like one 10 a.m. start last season for the Seahawks. And I think this season we've got two. This is one of them. And I'm I got so used to not having them and really liking one o'clock start times that the thought of me having to like get up, get moving, you know, like have breakfast ready and actually like sit down at 10 a.m. to watch the Seahawks 
and I I don't like the 10 a.m. games because if they lose, ruins the rest of the day. Yeah, it's a shitty day after it, that. It just it goes to hell. So uh, Cowboys play at what time? Uh oh, actually, that's a good question. That is a great question. I've been focused on these. It's in, this past it's, game. it's in Dallas, right? Uh, we're we're going we're kind of mixed up here. Yeah, no, Jacksonville at Dallas, and it's a one o'clock game on the CBS. On the the CBS, correct, <laughs> correct. All right, well, let's get back on schedule. The uh, both teams lost. Yeah, so there's that two and three. Yeah, uh, well, you know, hey, look at it this way. Um, we started this podcast to find common ground amongst our two teams, <laughs> and and we found some again. They're they're both two and three, um, both very different games though. Yes, and um, we're gonna we're gonna go through them both. Um, so we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll do the usual stuff. We'll do that. Um, we're gonna talk about some Drew Brees stuff. Injuries continue to pile up in the NFL. Uh, offenses continue to go off, except for Dallas. Except for Dallas, and uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, and we'll preview week six, London. You get to play Blake freaking Bortles. Couldn't be more excited. I hope that game is actually on normal schedule, like TV, or I'm going to have to get your uh, your uh, your password from you for. I, th- I think it it should be it should be the national broadcast. Game I would hope so for CBS. Um, and then we're going to do our game picks. No mailbag this week because I didn't feel like it. And. <laughs> <laughs> too much going on uh game hey, we have lives as well we do uh, as I, much as we love you guys we have lives we do and we do like to pay attention to them every now and then lives or wives <laughs> not sure both hey, both be- before we get started though one quick thing before we get to your game quick shout out to one of our biggest fans one of our biggest dennis from ohio it's his birthday today i just wanted to say happy birthday you're an old fart happy birthday dennis from I'm Ohio, s- I'm sorry that your your team. I I, re- I I noticed and I really like how he came, he he started using his own hashtag. I saw hashtag Dennis from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that too, and I was like, "That's perfect. That's awesome. Well done, sir." And if he wa- if he wasn't a you know uh, mid is he Midwest time zone? No, he's East Coast. Oh, he's East Coast time zone. Yeah. If say if he wasn't East Coast, it'd be fun to get him on. But oh, we're know. gonna get him on. Yeah, he wants to come on and he wants to talk about. Uh, we talked. We've we've kind of mentioned it before, but he wants to talk about the national anthem. So we're gonna have one of these days. We're gonna have an episode because we we've, we've talked about. You that. notice that's been quiet. It has been, hasn't it? I mean, it's still happening. Well, quote Eric, unquote, Eric Reed. Yep, you have Eric Reed. That was a big um, one. But it's been very quiet in the news, which is what I wanted because if the media doesn't pay attention to it, nobody cares. Unless you're a Facebook troll. Yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> oh. Anyways. I uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to get into it. So no, we'll get Dennis on because I would. Brats. <laughs> I would uh, I would love to have Dennis uh, Dennis from Ohio on the show. So we'll we'll get him on. It's gonna happen. It will happen. All right. Dallas. Oh yeah. <laughs> you had a big primetime game. It was the Texas quote unquote quote unquote battle of the Texas Texas showdown. Even though they've only played four or five times since is it like houston's been in once every few years once every four years so it's like a presidential election (laughs) or the olympics yeah uh 
if it's not too late in your state to register to vote, make sure you register and vote. Ooh, that is a great point. It is too late here. It is too late here in Washington. But there are some other states, so and we have listeners all over the place. So, uh, yes, vote. Register. Vote. Um, yeah, so Sunday Night Football, Dallas traveled down to Houston, and um, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> Cleveland might end up with a better record than Dallas. We'll see what happens. Um. Game goes into overtime. Dallas ends up losing uh, nineteen to sixteen. Um, problems all over the place. Defense not being one of them, which is weird. I mean, I've said it earlier this year, but it is weird seeing a, a, a an actual good defense for Dallas. Right. But the shitty thing is, and it always seems to be this way: when the defense is good, the offense sucks, and when the offense does find its stride, the defense usually sucks. Well, and you went into the season thinking that. I mean, you weren't even. I remember you weren't even talking about defense. Nope, it was all. It was all offense. offense. It was like, ooh, the the band is back together for a full season. Yep, you're gonna have the offensive line, all that stuff, and it was it was never about like, ooh, well, I can't wait to see the defense. Yep, and everything, everything's just it just hasn't worked out so far. But um, uh, definitely a struggle of a game offensively. The defense, like I said, they played, they did play very well, and they. They did a great job containing Deshaun Watson for the most part. Um, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins to me is 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 either number one or number two as far as wide receivers in this league. I knew he was going to break one eventually. Unfortunately, it had to happen in overtime. Where I mean, just watching it was like just a sick run after his catch. And I don't say sick, but I mean that was a <laughs> sick run. That's a sick man. I mean, it, I mean it was it was catch get up field. One spin move, another spin move, and then he was right there and got him into field goal range, and they kicked the game winner. It was unfortunate, but for the for the majority of the game, uh, the defense played exceptionally well. And um, do we want to jump into awesomes and bummers? You want, quick? Do you want to do your awesome? We'll do it. We'll do our awesome. Uh, I I did at one point. I was I thought for sure as the time started ticking down in that overtime. I'm like, oh no, this is gonna end in a tie. No. I, I, it was starting to feel that way because they got down into about uh, three minutes or so. Yeah, and three or two minutes, and it, yeah, it, I thought for sure. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> 2018 will become the season of ties. I, I would have been obviously, I would have been okay with a tie, but that, uh, alas, that didn't happen. Alas, give me my awesome. Come on, come on, give, give me the sound. Awesome. All right, awesome. Uh, Jalen Smith. If you watch that game and and. If you watch some of the highlights or if you watch the L22, Jalen Smith was all over the field and he's looking more and more and it's so exciting and I've said it before, but he's looking more and more like Notre Dame Jalen Smith pre-injury. Um, ended the game. Now, granted, Van, Leighton Van Der Esch had more total tackles, but Jalen Smith had, well, he had one less than him. Jalen Smith ended the game with 12 total tackles with six assists and one sack. And then the one play that stood out was the goal line stand um where houston got down to the one yard line and they couldn't get in at all and there was one play where where deshaun watson rolls out and he rolls to his right and jalen smith's the he's the one who's keyed on him and you see the speed and the burst and jalen tracks him all the way across the field and stops him before he can get to the goal line and just watching that was just like okay this is going to be awesome you know, obviously towards the end of this year and then next year, especially if him and Vanderish remain healthy and continue to improve, 
Dallas may may very well in 2019 have the two best linebackers in the in, you know in the NFL. So we'll see, but uh, definitely big awesome for Jalen, and I'm it makes me excited. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Dak Prescott. Oh, calling out his QB. Um, I just yeah, asked just, you last week. No, I mean, <laughs> just watching this, watching this game, and, and and he did have some good. He did have some good plays. He did have some very good plays. He did. He was protected fairly well. I mean, things broke down towards the end just a little bit, but the things that are frustrating, the the interceptions are. It's I, I go back and forth. On the one hand, I I I hate it that tipped balls or balls that are off the wide receiver's hands are picks. Didn't we talk about that last year? Where we wish there yeah. was like a half. Yeah, because they do half right, sacks. Right, right. Why can't they do half interceptions? I right. agree. I don't I don't like that. I don't like to always put that on the quarterback. But when you watch them, some of those, yeah, it's off their hands. But it, maybe if the ball was placed in a better right. spot. It wouldn't have bounced off, so it just struggled. And and I obviously he had his his Romo s play, which against JJ Watt again, which and JJ Watt after the game said, "I I hate playing Cowboys quarterbacks because apparently I can't sack them." But um, <laughs> you know Prescott rolled out, escaped a sack from him, and then escaped a sack from Clowney, who was playing out of his mind that night also, yes. um, and hit Tavon Austin on a forty four yard. I think it was. I think it was 44 yards or so. Yeah, 44-yard pass. Great play. Obviously, the offense completely went backwards after that play. But, um, you know, Dak ended the game with with um, 208 yards. So if you take away that 44-yard bomb, just another, you know, 160, 165-yard game. And it's just when the when the when the offense isn't clicking, that 100, you know, that's not going to get it done. So it was just. It's starting. It was starting to get a little frustrating to watch, just not being able to take advantage and, you know, throw down the field. He's very good, very efficient, and takes care of the ball ninety five percent of the time. But sometimes it it is nice when he pushes that ball, much like you were saying last week with Wilson. And you saw what happened with Wilson when he pushed the ball down the field. Seattle puts up thirty some points. Dallas hasn't even cracked thirty points this year, and, you know, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, the league offensively is going nuts and it's on pace to completely just obliterate as far as like total point score i mean everything meanwhile you have dallas who's on pace for their fourth or fifth worst offensive season ever so it's just it, it the offense is getting really frustrating to watch right now that's uh oregon quarterback you know still sitting up there <laughs> um, I, I i still think though i mean i and it, and, not, it, and it got brought up again receivers yeah and so that's the that's the, obviously the big talk topic that came up immediately after the game when uh the media was asking jerry about you know wide receivers and and uh, well actually no the bigger story was going not going for it on fourth and one which yeah, i'm sure you'll get to yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get there <laughs> but but wide receivers did come up and there were some obviously interesting comments made and then we know who's out there. We know who's available. Oh, is there a big name out there? There, there's a dude. Well, is there a guy? Yeah, there's a guy out there, and oh. I would have no problem bringing him back. But obviously, Des Bryant still, is still out there. Um, and if you've followed the Cowboys, you know that Jerry and Jason were both two of those lot the, the last guys that needed to be talked to or needed to be, I guess, convinced to let Des go. And I, from 
things that have come out, Garrett was actually the very last one. I mean, it was kind of like, well, are we, are we doing the right thing with letting this guy go? You know, that kind of thing. So who knows? Weirder things have happened. But, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some, maybe some of Dak's struggles is the wide receivers just not, not being used to, I don't know, maybe not being used to them. I don't know. I think it's just a, a mixture of things top to bottom, play calling, coaching, quarterback coaching, Dak himself, wide receivers. I think it's just, everything is just not, everything's just not lining up right now. And it, and as a fan, it is, it's frustrating to watch, especially when you see how well this defense is playing. Um, <laughs> but no, so getting into overtime, the big story coming out of the game was um, Dallas had a fourth and one, which the stat came out a little bit later that 18 and 19 times Dallas with Dak and Zeke Elliott have gone for it on fourth and one. They've converted. So over 90%, 90%. But ninety three, ninety four, uh, ninety three, ninety four percent, something like that. And, it, it, and when you have a, they're yard, gonna get it. When you have a yard, when you have a really in a really good offensive line. Yep. Well, and the the frustrating, the 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 maddening thing was watching the Seattle Rams game earlier in the in the day. What they do, McVay said, "Go for it. Just get take that take the win." I and, don't want to talk about that. And Goff sneaks right behind his right his right guard and picks up the yard. Game over. But anyways, back to Dallas or back to Houston. He decides to punt, and then it was there. It was from Houston. Dal- Dallas. Right? Dallas was in Houston territory oh, and Jesus. decided to punt. I would have given. I would have given Brett Maher a chance. He he nailed a field goal from that area in the preseason. That's what got him the job over Bailey. Right. Which I guess that's another awesome Maher. Fantastic. I think he's made eleven or ten or eleven straight since his first miss, but I I just I I didn't understand the decision to punt there. I really didn't. I know the defense was playing well, but you're in overtime. The overtime rules have changed. Go just go for the win. I would rather go for the win than lose like that. Yeah, give him the ball right back and yeah, give, you gave him the ball right back and then and then what happened? You got hit with that long pass play to DeAndre Hopkins. Game over. Yeah, you could have ended up with the same result in the end, but you at least try. Exactly. And and especially in overtime. You got to go for it. Yeah, in overtime, it's, you know, as Garrett likes to say, which I don't know what happened to him, but uh, nut-cutting time, go for it. Go for the win. Uh, immediately after the game, those questions started coming out. And, yeah, there was there was some, there was some comments made by uh, Mr. Jerry. That uh, made a lot of people's eyebrows go up a little bit. Oh yeah, and I mean, who knows? Maybe Garrett is maybe his his ass is starting to get a little warm. Uh, that's all I've heard for or the first two days of this week has been um, Garrett is on the hot seat, should be on the hot seat. Yep, and uh, I saw I can't remember who posted it, but somebody in the sports media actually said that. He actually, well, should actually be the first coach fired. And I didn't know what that meant as in like, okay, well, during the season or are you going to let the season play out and then do it? But, I mean, at some point, got to do something. Yep. 
And either you do it early and see if you can recover or you just ride it out and then it's an off season move. But I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I, I'm not kidding. I mean, if things continue to go this way, which I don't want it to, but if things continue to go this way, Cleveland may very well end up with a better record than Dallas. So we'll see what happens. But um, back to the wide receiver talk. So obviously Dez is still out there. Everybody knows that. And there was a little bit of chatter maybe last week. Could he possibly come back? And then Jerry kind of put the kibosh on it and said, you know, we want to do what's best for Dez. We want to do what's best for the team, yada, yada, yada. And then the game ended, and then some wide receiver, I wish we had a number one wide receiver comments came out. And then on his morning show, they pushed him and asked him, well, you know, about a number one wide receiver. And, and Jerry said, we actually haven't had one in probably three or four or five years. And then, of course, the media being who they be, and then as fans, everybody took that and was like, oh, here we go. Here comes another Dez bombshell with you know the tweets and blah, 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 blah. But actually, Dez stepped up and said, look, if you play for Dallas, you need to... You're not going to get the sign of you're not you're not going to get the kind of targets that a, a an Odell or Antonio Brown or DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones when you play for Dallas you're going to fit in a different scheme and that's perfectly fine that's perfectly okay so he put that out there and then kind of disarmed any possibility of there being like a you know back and forth between the organization and Des so I mean good for him for throwing it out there and for showing people he understands that's that's what Dallas is. You know, it's, it's, it's a scheme thing as far as wide receivers. So I don't know. There's still a possibility. We'll see what happens. So ultimately you're a Dallas fan, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? As far as this game or as far as the season goes? A little bit of both. I just feel like we have to make sure I, I was just thinking this on the, on the way over here, uh, that ultimately we're, we're just two really big football fans I, I, and, and we got to make sure our opinions get out there. And, and I'm, I'm just genuinely interested because your, your football mind is so much more advanced than mine that you always go to, you know, numbers and, and names and everything. But I, I genuinely want to know how you're feeling at two and three after five games at two and three after five games in the NFC East. You're okay. Cause the <laughs> NFC East is trash. The hey, the NFC in general right now. Yeah, yeah, unless you're unless you're, you know, LA or or um really you've got New Orleans. LA and New Orleans. Those are your two teams. So <laughs> who I don't know what happened to Atlanta. Atlanta's they, one and they four. Suck. Um Minnesota is, you know, they're Minnesota. They're, Minnesota is okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but not but not that I would not put them up there I, with. I would say I would say after 5 weeks so for me the goal is and it doesn't I don't whether it's at seven and nine or, or 12 and four or whatever, win your division, take care of your division and you'll get in the playoffs. And then you never know what can happen once you get into the playoffs. Um, the thing going for Dallas right now, obviously is the NFC East looks awful. <laughs> Philly does not look good. They lost JHI. He's got a torn ACL. He's out. They're actually putting in a call to maybe bring shady back. They've been terrible. So we'll see what happens there. Washington, you saw, got completely dismantled by New Orleans. Yeah, they and did. New York is New York. You don't know. I mean, they're oversized helmets. They've got they've got issues. And actually, um, oh, who was it? I don't remember. I, I don't remember who it was. But the name came up that um, 
a certain quarterback who's available out there should probably be picked up by New York because New York, as the city goes, loves him. Uh, would that be calling Kaepernick? Yeah. I don't think he's going to get signed by anybody, but I would agree that he should go there. But I, at this point, he's not going to get signed. No. No. But anyways, uh, back to the East. Yeah, the East is trash. The East is complete garbage Pure right now. garbage. So... Even though you're sitting at two and three, you still have a chance, and you're still perfectly fine. So you're saying, and you ha- and you still have obviously the one division win already against New York. So take care of your division; everything else will fall into place. But in order for that to happen, there does something needs to happen as far as the offense goes because the offense has been has been just god awful. Yes, Zeke is still leading the league in rushing, but not for long. <laughs> well no he'll finish tops he'll finish number one not for long <laughs> <laughs> but you can have all the rushing yards but if you're not scoring tds then it doesn't matter yeah i found that scoring touchdowns uh they help win games they sure do um but overall i mean as long as i i just need to see something change over the next couple of weeks i need to start need to start seeing some things offensively improve um, need to start seeing Dak improve. The play calling wasn't bad, I'll say, against um, Houston on Sunday. There was a lot of little things that we hadn't seen that they threw out there, and it worked. But we need to start seeing some better execution as far as a lot of these play calls go. So after five weeks, hitting it two and three, um, not hitting the panic button yet. And that's perfect. That's the uh, enthusiastic, cautiously optimistic, but not Homer uh, opinion. Because that's my biggest problem with, and we've talked about that before, but with the uh, normal media out there and like, oh, it's going to be fine. No, I mean, well, I mean, well it's, <laughs> They're we've got to end. And if something's going to happen, it needs to happen fast because these next, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. These next seven games for eight games for Dallas. That's, I mean, and I think, I think we talked about it when the schedule came out. So coming up, Dallas has got obviously Jacksonville on Sunday. So you got Jacksonville, and then you got Washington, and then you got Tennessee, and then you got the Eagles. So you Eagles. got division games, no matter what, are, are going to be tough. But then you got the Eagles, and then you got Atlanta. Yes, they're one and four, but who knows? Atlanta, obviously. Still Atlanta. Atlanta murdered Dallas last year. And then you have the Redskins again. And then you have the Saints. And then you have the Eagles again. When's your bye week? Bye week isn't until... Oh. No, it doesn't say on here. No bye for you. I can't remember when when bye is. No bye week for you. It looks like... uh, no, I'm not sure when bias. My apologies. Unbelievable. But anyways, the <laughs> next eight games are going to be. I mean, that's a that's a brutal stretch. Definitely brutal stretch. Um. So we'll, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Things things are going to have to turn around defensively. I'm not worried. The only thing I'd be worried about defensively is injuries and those guys getting way overworked. Um. But other than that, as far as the, the defense goes, I, I don't have any worries there. Excellent. I had another point, but I can't remember what it was. 
always. Oh, that I, way. I remember. I know. I remember going to say the the one thing. The one thing that I'll I'll always keep in the back of my mind though is, as long even though it, you may hate him and you know Garrett whatever all that business, but I will say as long as he's been head coach, Dallas has always at least until week sixteen and seventeen been in it to possibly win the division and go to the playoffs. So, I'll 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 hang on to that. He's always kept this team at least until the end in contention. So, well, and like you said, you're in a division and in a conference right now that's, uh, and I expect it to change a little bit. That we're going to see some of those teams that are one and four, two and three. Some of those teams are going to turn it around a little bit. You're still at five games in. Yep. But when you've got teams like Atlanta, one and four. Uh, that's that's not expected. Minnesota struggling, um, Washington struggling. Like there's just there's 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 room, and, and I'm gonna hit on it with Seattle that you can't hit the panic button right. because you're luck. Normally, I mean, you think about like the NFC the last few years. At two and three, you're out. <laughs> you're done, especially in the NFC. Yeah, and then but you've got this season where it's totally different, and it's it's definitely weird. So. Me, moi, my turn, you turn. What's happening here? I'm good. I'm I'm done with the armpit. All right. Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> uh, I'm not a. I don't. I don't believe in moral victories. I hate that saying. No, no. I hate that saying, and so I I got a little pissed off. Um, after the game Sunday, where it was like, oh well. You know, hey, you hung in there. Yeah, hung in there. Uh, no, look at all the good things that happened. Okay, yeah, but as I tweeted out yesterday, after I slept on it and got over it, and that is the one thing with recording on Tuesdays is is usually forty eight hour, unless it's a really bad loss, forty eight hours, and and I'm good. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Time to say, yeah, I'm already. Uh, can you imagine this? If we did this like Sunday, Sunday night. night. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a whole different show. It would be brutal, mother. Beep. yeah uh so <clears throat> like i tweeted out on on monday um i think that it's it's okay to be encouraged by what you saw but also be incredibly pissed off that they lost and i what i mean by that is going into the game if you remember last week's episode i picked them to get destroyed mm-hmm Seahawks lost 33-31, and I picked them to lose like 38-13 or something like that. I expected an absolute blowout. And I tell you what, for 56 minutes or so, Seattle was in that game. So you absolutely can be encouraged by some of the good things. But the problem then, what happens is that your your mindset changes from they're going to get blown out to, holy shit, they got a chance of winning this thing. Yep. And then with the way the game went and what you were seeing, well, holy shit, they should have won this thing. And so at the end in the fourth quarter and what you see, that's when you start to get pissed off. And so you can't sit there and be like, oh, well, they, they should have gotten blown out. So it's a moral victory. No, screw you. Don't say that. I yeah. hate that. There is no such thing as moral victories in football because they don't count in the standings. And ultimately, it's a loss. Yep. So take your moral victories and shove it. However... Like I said, encouraging things. Uh, so let's. I'll, I'll start right away with my awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 
awesome. It's amazing. Awesome. That's awesome. So uh, my awesome is the running game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I watched that. Because, uh, yeah. So Mike Davis run hard, yeah. Yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> him and Chris Carson, beasts. So uh, <laughs> speaking of beasts, did you see the little story that Dougie said today? Oh, about Marshawn yeah. in the backpack? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I that's I I wish I could be friends with Marshawn. Yeah, it kind of it doesn't I guess it doesn't change perspective because I always thought of Marshawn as like that quiet teddy bear like like he's he's probably super nice and caring and like but he doesn't give that persona off. Yeah. Uh so we'll we'll end we'll end this recap with that story. Yeah. Uh yeah, cuz I've got yeah. Um so yeah, the running game because uh Chris Carson God, this starts to make that first round pick in Rashad Penny <laughs> look like another Seahawks, John Schneider, Pete Carroll first round giant big reach what the hell are you doing because you can't put him in now and say that he's going to be the feature back because right. chris carson is your dude and i mean he ran carson ran for 116 and, and then like you said mike davis that was the the best part is chris carson went off but when you needed to davis was in there and he ran for 68 yards yep so and on like what nine carries 12 12 carries and he averaged 5.7 yards a carry and yeah. that's and 6.1 for carson so you're like and that's good against that rams front against seven. and that's and you know that's the thing and, and and it what it showed me the rams are actually beatable if you can find a way to stop their offense because yep. their offense is ridiculous if you could figure out a way to slow them down you could beat them because the seahawks if I, i'd have to go back and look at the results but uh, that's not the only team they've given up a lot of points to. So they're beatable. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks should have beat them. So, but yeah, so my awesome, the running game was fantastic. Part of that absolutely goes to the offensive line. Uh, who's been, I mean, Fluker just run behind him the whole game. I mean, he's been fantastic. So you yes. got a white ass run, <laughs> run behind the white ass. <laughs> Is that a position? Uh-huh. <laughs> starting wide ass wide ass with every awesome though comes a bummer yeah (laughs) bummer that's a bummer man so special teams you uh you failed us here's what i'm thinking i went back and i actually watched most of the game over again and because i had a feeling i'm like god damn it you know if special teams had done better. Sure enough, I'm wondering if Janikowski is even capable of kicking the ball through the end zone. <laughs> because now your coverage, yes, needs to be better. And they sh- even if you kick the ball short, get them down. However, when the kick, they move the kickoff up and everybody else can just kick it. Sail it through the just end zone. Just sail it through. Why is he kicking it short? Because you gave them great field position on almost every kickoff. They started way up the field. Now, it's the Rams offense. They could have just, I mean, you never know. Maybe they still, maybe they, their, their scoring drives are just longer. <laughs> <laughs> However, you don't know unless you're actually, I mean, maybe starting at the 2025, 
actually makes a difference in in what they do so uh janikowski uh dude like kick it through the end zone i know you're old but come on the drop kicks now i love michael dixon i love him he's gonna be my next jersey <laughs> do it do it uh i'm gonna he's he's amazing and and it's fun like that's something new in the nfl however he had like four of them four or five and only one of them actually worked <laughs> the rest of them sucked and so i don't ever i don't uh, not ever but I, i'm not necessarily like oh let's see that every game because unless again you're going to be able to pinpoint all of them to a spot you know pin it deep right yeah yeah he's no chris jones yeah so <laughs> uh i even if he just kicks it off maybe i don't know it just they had opportunities to stop them had their special teams been better so they're my bummer. <sighs> Thirsty over there. All right. So you had your your fourth and, and one in overtime that was the controversial bullshit at the end of the game. Yeah. I had a timeout problem. Now Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Now Pete Carroll That has, was the other common thing. It yeah. was just a boneheaded mistake at the end of the game. Pete has never been a great time manager or time, literally just timeout manager when it comes to games they'll use timeouts way too early and you'll be like you know what uh they're gonna regret not having that at the end and then like this game you're like you got timeouts and you're going oh all right there's a chance here <laughs> and then it all happens now the the controversy of course is when he called it you had you know uh <laughs> The spot they gave him on second down was a terrible spot, and the Seahawks got lucky on that. So then, you know, he they call out for a measurement on the third down play. Yep. And apparently Pete calls the timeout before the measurement. They do the measurement. They check with him like, hey, do you still want to take the timeout? And he says yes. And it all came down to how many seconds do you want sitting on the clock at the end but when you're watching in real time what it looked like because you didn't know that he had called it before they measured to you it looked like okay they're gonna punt just let them punt and then he calls the timeout and watching it live you're like that just gave them the opportunity to go talk again and now they're gonna go for it and of course they're gonna get it yeah. i mean why aren't they gonna get it so when the game ended we were all as fans pissed off going pete what that you literally screwed that up you screwed it up but then you look back and you go okay well they had to do something to to save time and i would have been more of a fan and i wondered why prior to the two minute warning why not you let like 34 seconds yep go off the clock yep why not call it then because you're gonna get the two minute warning anyway and that's gonna change i, I just it was poor time management it's never been something that pete carroll is uh, incredibly great at so <laughs> not a strong time no it's it's not a not a good thing so i will say what i mean what what a i know it's the rams but what a turnaround from Goff's rookie season oh my god to now i mean he just he just everything top to bottom he just i because i wasn't a fan of him when he came out i was like okay i I don't don't, yeah i don't well i didn't want to say bust but he just didn't look i did i called him a bust he didn't look (laughs) like he had 
the potential to be what he's doing now, and he's still going to get better. But, I mean, totally in sync with Cup and Woods and um, offense and, is insane. Uh, Cooks. I mean, just... They, they, yeah. the, the offense is insane, and it's... it's and they're all having fun. They're having a blast. Well, and you know who's having just as much fun with him as Sean McVay. Yep. Like he, that, and that's what it took is this this offensive minded coach who's young and got a different view on things. Him and Goff together, and you can see it after every play. They're over there talking and like, oh, we should, you know, let's try this, let's do that, yep. and and coming up with new stuff. And God, it's just a scary, scary offense. And he, some of the plays, like they would show a replay of some of the throws he would make, and he'd be like, well. There wasn't any pressure. That was a problem. <laughs> However, there was never a look on his face of panic or anything. And I actually noticed it going, God, he just looks like he's just like, hey, whatever, man. Yeah. Fling it out there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> LA. <laughs> look at this. Oh, you catch it. So, uh, yeah. So that's all I'm going to talk about the timeout because, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's controversial, obviously. But what are you going to do? can't do anything about it yep it's over now uh offense showed up tremendously for three quarters and then (laughs) in the fourth just disappeared i actually am wondering uh you know this big thing about oh they're gonna get russell wilson's gonna get the ball back in the fourth quarter and that's he's gonna win it because that's what he does he's had like three chances this season where he literally has had the possession with a chance to win the game at the end which the last two seasons that was a win as soon as you gave the ball back to him you're like oh russell's got this doesn't have it so while he had a great game there's something still and whether it's the play calling or it's russell's confidence or something something's not right something ain't right so i don't like it uh i also want to say that holding call on fluker at the end complete bullshit that was happening the entire damn game. Yep. And they chose that series, that moment to call it. Doesn't that piss you off? There was one there was one at the very end of the Dallas game as well. Zeke Elliott, you know, in the fourth quarter or actually was it fourth quarter overtime, I can't remember. But toward in the end of the, towards the end of the game, he had a he broke off a 10-yard run and then immediately after that another 12 or 13-yard run and that 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 run got called back. Um, they called holding on Connor Williams, and it was just the. It's like okay, it's not even that like, that every lineman does exactly what he did on every single every play, play. and it was just like okay, it wasn't even blatant it holding. Yeah. Like it wasn't like oh holy crap that is a hold. It was yeah. like eh, yeah really. And so anyways, if, and, and, and go ahead and call it out at the beginning of the game to say hey guys we're not gonna put up with that crap right. But at the very end, like, let them play. Yeah, don't get involved at the end. So, And then I'm not even mad at Effetti because then he had the false start. I'm not even mad at him because you know what? How? Why Why does it take you the entire play clock to get a play in and get a ball snapped? Yep. In that situation. Shouldn't happen. Again, time management issues. Come on, Pete. What the hell? Come on, Peter. Come on, Peter. <laughs> uh, lock it. Worth every penny of his extension. Every yeah, penny. That is a dangerous returner, man. So there, every penny, because penny hasn't been worth shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's uh, he. Uh, anybody who had doubts on ooh, why were they signing him? Uh, he Baldwin had like one target the whole game, and I love Doug, but I mean, holy crap! Tyler, I don't. I don't think he's still one hundred percent healthy. He isn't. He isn't. But 
Tyler looked great. You got David Moore, even though he stepped out of bounds twice on that touchdown. <laughs> There's that. Uh, he's still I've been waiting for him to show up, and he finally did. And I think he's going to be really good, uh, especially with you know Marshall struggling and not being able to catch the freaking ball. Uh, Told you. Yeah. So um, defense, I can't even get mad at the defense 100% because the Rams are good. I mean, good luck trying to hold them to anything. Gurley's good. Goff is good. Uh, even even with their two best receivers out in concussion protocol, <laughs> they still were damn good. Yep. Uh, Thompson, sickening. Tedrick Thompson, you you got big shoes to fill. Uh, we definitely noticed that Earl Earl Thomas wasn't there. Uh, your tackling sucks. Need to work on that. Except for the one hit where he knocked the guy out. Literally, um, that was like ooh, that was brutal. But he did leave most of the shoulder, and the guy turned his head into him. Yeah. And yeah, but that was great. And you had a great stop uh, later in the game coming up and, and nailing uh, Gurley. However, um, the, the best way to tackle is not to just like lunge yourself at their legs, you know, wrap them up. And, and they're not quarterbacks, so just wrap them up and, and take them down. Yeah. It's okay. So uh, You won't get fined. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And then uh, Frank Clark, dude. Dude. He had food poisoning. He had food poisoning. Food poisoning. He was in the hospital twice yeah. during the week. And he went out there and you would have never known. And he was a stud. Yeah. He is. Uh, when he sniffed out that reverse. Extend him just now. was like, oh, man. Right? But like I said, he was another one that I really wanted when he was coming when he was coming in, in the draft. So, in the end, yes, they lost. Yes, they're two and three. But it's almost this. Really? <laughs> But it's almost the uh, the same thing as as Dallas. You can't uh, if that's their actual offensive blueprint, and that's what happens moving forward. They're not out of it, even at two and three, right? Because the NFC, like we said, the NFC kind of sucks right now. So I have more, even more cautious optimism than I did before the game, which is weird because I went into that game thinking, oh god. This is going to be brutal. I have a strange feeling that um, if there's any chance at sniffing the playoffs, um, something's going to come down between Seattle and Dallas. That'd be fun. I I have a feeling that well, it's I mean, going to come down to something like that, and it's going to come down to that week three lost. loss. Loss. But see, the thing is, though, it's weird. So you have a chance to win your division because your division is terrible. The Seahawks have zero chance to win their division. <laughs> Uh, because especially losing the Rams, that pretty much that they're three games back already, and you can't. Uh, that's just hard to make up when you have the Rams at five and zero. I I just don't see a division. So if they're going to go to the playoffs. It's going to be a wild card, but there's still a chance. I could see it happening. Well, there you go. That could be the the wild card weekend game Ooh. if Dallas were to were to make it. Ooh, ooh, I'd be there. Ooh, that'd be so fun. That'd be great. Great for the podcast. Too. Anyways, let's well. not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's calm down. Jeez. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Talking about playoffs. Playoffs. All right. Um, did you want to want me to talk about the Doug story real quick or the Marshawn story? Yeah, because I don't want to talk about that game anymore. So go for it. Okay. So just just real quickly. So, you know, obviously Marshawn, somebody or a player I've always enjoyed watching and then getting to see him as a person with his little you know youtube show or facebook show whatever it was but it just you just really like the guy he's hilarious he's 
down to earth, whatever. But anyways, so Doug Baldwin was being interviewed and, and uh, he was, I don't even know how it came up, but he was just talking about how great of a teammate Lynch was and why everybody loves him so much in Seattle or loved him so much in Seattle. So anyways, um, Baldwin was, was uh, telling the story and he said, um, you know, there, there was a time there was this young wide receiver who told Lynch he liked his backpack. He said Lynch took it off, emptied it out, and gave it right to him on the spot. And the reporter asked, you know, which wide receiver that was, and Baldwin goes, that was me. And so it just, when, as soon as I read that story, it's like, it, it almost was like, that's not surprising at all based on when you when you watch Marshawn outside of football. It just seems like one of those guys you want to be friends with, and he's probably going to make you, you know, make you laugh. And just, he seems like a really, really good-hearted guy, even though on the football field he may People may say oh, say thug and this and that or whatever, but I mean he's such a he's such a unique individual, and we saw that with all of his time here in Seattle with the mm-hmm. I'm just here so I don't get fined and and I loved his time here and but and he is he's so it's cool to hear a story like that because it just reinforces what I've always thought all along and that he really is a good dude mm-hmm. and and you see what he's done in in Oakland and his and even before he signed down like. That's his home. That's his home, and what he's done down there, and and but and then you saw some of the the fun Marshawn, you know, with the Skittles thing here with here in Seattle and power pellets. Just <laughs> what power pellets? That's what he called them. Is that what he called? I never yeah. even heard that yeah, before. He, he calls the Skittles power pellets. I do remember that all of my uh, football viewing parties, uh, we would have a giant bowl of Skittles, and those were. T- terrible times for me because <laughs> if i want to trace back the weight gain i think the skittles sure it was the skittles well no i had some not all skittles but it had something <laughs> to do with it because people would leave and i'd be like "Ooh, purple there, skittles there's a bowl of skittles here <laughs> and actually speaking of marshawn so um you know obviously as i said earlier des came out and was talking about you know um if you're going to play in Dallas, this is a scheme, you know, blah, 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 all that business. Well, anyways, out of nowhere, Marshawn Lynch's mom said, I basically like leave Des alone. Mama Lynch. Um, you know, I love you, Des, that kind of thing. And, and Des, you know, retweeted her back and was like, you know, love you, Mama Lynch was like, well, that was random. Didn't see, didn't see that coming and didn't even know, you know, that they were, they were, you know, knew each other or were friends or anything like that. So that, that was cool to see. Mama Lynch is awesome. Do you follow her on Twitter now? I do not. You should. I will. She's entertaining. Yes, Lod. So speaking of Lynch, that is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Did you see? I'm sure you did. uh, Oakland had a uh, (laughs) play from the one. Oh, yeah. It was awful. I have no idea what the hell is wrong with Derek Carr. I didn't. I didn't see it. All I did was hear about it. And oh, it was, I, and, it was so bad. And it was then, so bad. And then, and then I saw. Well, which one was worse, Russell's or Cars? Cars was awful. Okay. Well, like I said, I haven't seen it. all. I saw was was the the highlight of Marshawn walking off the field, slamming his helmet down, pissed off that once again, yeah. he wasn't given the ball from the one. So, Car takes a snap and he rolls out to his left and he's just kind of dancing and looking around, looking around, looking around, looking around. And then he finally decides to throw the ball and he throws it directly to the linebacker. I mean, it wasn't even close. And, you know, he's walking off the field just kind of all shucks, but it's like, you know, 
I have, I have no idea where you were throwing. And, you know, Gruden standing there with his stupid Chucky face and business. But, yeah, again, why not hand it to Marshawn? Uh, I have asked that question for many years now. <laughs> why not give it to Marshawn? <laughs> like, why not? Uh, and what's fun is that that's now we get to go over to London and actually face them. And, and that's going to be... Of course, it'll be a big story. It's that's that'll what's be going on. What's going on with Derek Carr and then uh, Gruden? I mean, is this Marshawn's first time playing against Seattle again? Yes. Is it? Well, yeah, because he didn't play in preseason. We didn't. We only we usually, we play Oakland every on, preseason. I think it's the first time. It may not I've, be. You're looking. I swore confused. there was one time before, but maybe maybe this is. I don't Marshawn's know. Marshawn's first time. It's uh, whether it is or not, it's going to be fun and uh just too bad that cam's not back there bam bam yeah uh yeah (laughs) not even that well cam earl richard but b wags as you guys like to say b wags and marshawn will be a good matchup well yeah and i do like what he said and yes i have paid attention to a lot of seattle stuff but i I do like what he said when people were talking about, oh, the Legion of Boom's gone, blah, 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 blah. You know, Thomas Dunn, Cam gone, Sherman gone, all that business. But Wagner was like, hey, who do you think was the one calling the plays and keeping a lot of these guys in position and organized? Don't forget about me. And I think a lot of people do. Yeah, I think they do too. He's a, he's a one of the best linebackers in the league. Give him his credit. He... uh and he's done so even without KJ next to him. They've he's he's still his presence is felt on the field. Yep. And when he's not there, you can totally tell. So the other story, of course, is before we get into our week six games, is Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> now I'm am I in the wrong thinking that he's one of the good guys? Like I I truly believe. Yeah. That no. He, I I he's think one he is. Of the, yeah. Yep. So it was nice to watch that happen last night. Yep. Uh, so if you, if you're unaware and you were under a rock, not watching Monday Night Football, one it was a great game. Just to because I it's a great game, great great game for New Orleans. Well, it was, but it's fun to watch. Like and for Dallas fans, sometimes to watch a team just stomp on another one. I have a friend who's a gigantic Redskins fan, and of course gave me so much crap saying, "Oh well." <laughs> Washington's gonna stomp all over him. It's gonna be amazing. Drew Brees is old. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever you say, buddy. And sure enough, yeah, New Orleans in the Superdome is hard to beat. So seventy-two thousand something yards, right? Is that what it is? Yep, all-time all-time passing leader, and he's he'll that's continue to rack him up. Brady is somewhere close to that. I don't think he's too far away from that either. Um well, Brady plans on playing until he's fifty. Well, so. yeah, exactly. So all the records are going to fall. But no, uh, oh, yeah, he's got the yards record, and then he almost tied or beat the the touchdown record. I think he needed four, and I think he threw for three. Oh, he still needs more than four. I he thought it was four to tie. That it. was just to get to the five hundred mark. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, to get to the five hundred yeah. mark. But he's on pace. Yep. To get the touchdown record. Yep. So and you saw the Peyton video, right? That was great. Yeah. Cutting tomatoes. Yeah, just cutting tomatoes. <laughs> I'm just taking care of my family. <laughs> Peyton's so awesome. I, I and I I I was I'm like, there's got to be a good video. Like he's got to do something. And then it gets posted. I'm like, yes, there it is. I love it. No. His his SNL skit 
with him beating the kids the United <laughs> Way. It's still one of the best Saturday Night Live skits. Him and Eli. This yeah. on the planet. That was funny. Oh, my God. Is there anything else in the NFL? I mean, injuries-wise, another, like you said, Ajay gone. Yeah, Ajay gone. I'm trying to, trying to think if there was anything else that was major this weekend. I mean, um, you got a lot of coaches coming out and being very vocal about the roughing the passer penalties. Yep. Um, complaining that it is changing the game and not in a way that people want. Well, uh, yeah, that that's one thing. I still, I'm still. What what the hell is a catch? Still don't know, man. I still don't. I still don't know. I have no idea. Because, I'll, I'll watch three games, or I'll watch Red Zone, and there's four games going on at the same time, and at right around five minutes of each other, they're each game's got their own situation on. You know, they're trying to determine what a catch is. And there's no, there's no, what's the word I'm looking for? I get so pissed off thinking about the catch stuff. There's no consistency. There's no consistency and there's no standard to calling what a catch is. But anyways. Well, and it's weird because thing catches that even as bad as the old rule was, catches that are being ruled catches this year, I look at it and I go, that's not a catch. Yeah. Like the ball, the, the, the ground caused the ball to move, but because he had control, he had control, First, but the ball moved. That's okay. Like, no, 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 no. That's that wasn't what people were bitching about. <laughs> like, that's you, again, they they like did it. They did it wrong. <laughs> so you're we'll, right. We'll we'll see what happens. Okay. Week six. Um, Blake freaking Bortles sack Bortles <laughs> and make their offense do nothing because they're ranked just as bad as Dallas is. Um, and then, and then run the ball lots and win this game six to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, what's probably going to end up happening. You see, you got the two, two worst offenses against two of the better defenses in the league. It's probably going to end up being Dallas's first game north of 30 points. And it'll probably be like 37, 35, something like that. And they still lose. (laughs) Um, no, 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 no. Dallas, Dallas will win. Jacksonville is not one of those teams. And even though they're AFC, they're they're three and two. And They've I, got offensive struggles, and I think they were expected to be. Well, I take that back. It, why people expected them to be better than that when they have Blake freaking Bortles as their quarterback? <laughs> like, yeah, they were great last year, but that was because of their defense. Yeah. Blake freaking Bortles had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, not at all. Nothing. <laughs> So everyone came out like, oh, well, they're going to be another juggernaut. And you're like, why did they get a new quarterback? They would be a fantastic team with a with a solid quarterback. Oh, there's one out there. There is one. <laughs> yeah, again, there is one out there. Um, I, I really do see this being just one of those weird games where even though it's two great defenses, for whatever reason, the offenses go crazy. And call me crazy, call me crazy or whatever. I just I think that's what's going to happen this game. I think Zeke's going to go nutso with his yards, and I think that um, I think that Mister Mister um, Austin, first name Tavon, has first one name. of those weird. You know, he's got however many yards rushing because they keep handing him uh, reverses and 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 uh, hand offs, and then he's going to have another fifty or sixty yards receiving. I think he might have one of those weird games, but that that's just how I'm feeling. 
the deep art Dallas's defense, I I think is going to have obviously with Bortles. There are times where he can get on and kind of light you up a little bit, but I I don't see. I think I think Dallas's front seven is going to get pressure on Bortles all game long. The over under on that game is forty and a half. So it definitely would be one of those games where that number gets blown out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about your game? Anything happen? You got any injuries? It's only Tuesday. Um. Uh, yeah. It's only Tuesday. Hopefully. Wednesday, so Sean, if you're Sean Lee. Sean Lee's still a long shot to play this game. You know, still dealing with the hamstring. They're not going to rush him back, especially with how the defense is playing and hanging in there with uh, Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, and then the rotation of Damian Wilson and Joe Thomas. Um. So I don't see them even thinking about rushing him back. Um, they did sign a couple players off of uh, a couple practice squads. I can't remember their names. A cornerback and a safety, I believe. Um, or, uh, yeah, a cornerback and a safety. Um, David Irving was back from – he was back from suspension this past game. Um, went through practice, but he was inactive this past weekend. I don't think they're going to rush him back. Well, as of last weekend for that game, I don't think they were going to rush him back. I think he probably will be active this coming game. And with that rotation, throwing him in there in the interior of that defensive line, that that defensive line is going to take one step forward because he he's a he's just a he's just a wrecking force right there in the middle, and he's so tall that. A lot of times, if he doesn't get to the quarterback and he puts his arms up, he's blocking a throwing lane. So, definitely a, a big um, improvement to the line if he's able to come in and play. All you have to do is get helmets in the throwing lane of Bortles. Yep, and he'll throw it to and the helmet. He'll throw it right to the helmet, and you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I caught an interception yeah, off a helmet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll see at some point this week all the trash talk that Jalen Ramsey will spit out. Who cares? Just whatever. He'll, he's going to say something to ruffle some feathers. That's what he does. That's just what he does. Um, he's the AFC Richard Sherman. Yep, exactly. That's what he is. Uh, all right. So Seattle goes across the pond to London. They're going to play Oakland, the Raiders. Uh, have some tea. They're going to have some tea and crumpets in London. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's me fun. We talked about the beginning of the episode. I, I hate the London games, but Hey, whatever they make money. Uh, Oakland is one and four. Obviously we have talked at nauseum about how, uh, they're disappointing car struggling, whatever Gruden has done, which is nothing except for get rid of good players. <laughs> and then on, I guess on a media call today, he was, uh, he was talking about how, talking up on Marshawn and, and Irvin like, oh, I need to I, I need to sign some more Seattle players. And just you're one and four. So, uh, yeah, so here's what needs to happen. Seattle needs to obviously cont- build upon what they just did offensively versus the Rams because Oakland's defense is not as good as the Rams. So uh, how about this? You go over there and just kill them because <laughs> <laughs> – <laughs> It, but and this is what I want to see because my worry and and this has been a Seattle thing playing down and playing up to your competition. I don't. And I know what that's like. Yeah. Right. So 
Oakland is struggling, but that doesn't mean you play down to them. Use the same game plan, change some stuff up, but run the ball like crazy. Unleash the ball downfield, which we finally saw. Do some play action because uh, unbelievable. It works. It works. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Take note, Dak. Yeah, Jesus. So see that. And then the defense, like I said, the Rams were just damn good. So if the defense can go in there, which has also been a bright spot uh, of Seattle this season, uh, go in there and dominate. Take advantage of the fact that Carr, and for the love of God, (laughs) get some freaking pressure on the quarterback. Just do it. And you'll everything will be okay. It'll be fine. Uh Wright's not gonna play. KJ's still out. Uh Rasheem Green out already. This we're already in this and it's in the kind of the same boat as and they, they are in zero rush to get right back. They mm-hmm. want him a hundred percent ready to go. They've got enough guys out there who are doing just fine. Uh and there's no reason to to rush him back and possibly make, make yeah, make matters worse. So Green being out again sucks because he was he's he started the season and, you, and, I, and I still believe he will be a really good player. Uh, so I'd like to see him back soon. Uh, yeah, so I expect good things, which I'll get to. Uh, ooh. Ooh. All right, so we're going to do this a little different because I didn't print out our sheets. I'm going to go through the games for the week. Okay. And you're just going to tell me who's going to win, and I'll okay. tell you who I think is going to win. All right. Does that work for you? Works for me. We're going to start with uh, your favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> they travel to New York and play the Giants. Giants. The oversized helmets are going to win, huh? Um, gross. I'm going to go with the uh, Eagles. Uh, Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Tampa Bay. Jameis is playing now, right? Yeah. Mm. God, Atlanta's been struggling though. But I'm gonna take Atlanta. Division game. Yeah. You never know. Pittsburgh, full of drama. Steelers <laughs> versus they are playing at Cincinnati. Uh, Pittsburgh. I'm going Cincinnati. By the way, I'm leading by two points now in this little shindig. Sweet. 45 to 43. Uh, you did not have a great week last week. Sorry, buddy. Uh, the Chargers. Can't win them all, man. No, he can't. Mans. Man. Can't win them all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> S&P. Uh, Chargers. Go to your favorite team. They go to Cleveland. Ooh. Win, loss, or tie. What do we got? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, L.A. I, too, am going to go L.A. You know, you only have, I mean, they have to win seven more games to get to your nine wins. So, you, I mean, they've got to, you know, five weeks through, <laughs> they got to kind of get those wins somewhere in there. They'll get them. They'll get them. Um, Seahawks, Raiders. Seahawks. I will uh, wait till the end to make my pick on that. Uh, Chicago, Da Bears in Miami playing the Dolphins. What do you got? Chicago. Ooh. I, too, am taking Chicago. Arizona, Minnesota. 
Go for the upset, Arizona. <laughs> uh, Rosen, you know, hey. Can have Rosen, Throsen. Rosen. <laughs> I'm going to take Minnesota just to, you know, yeah, be the opposite. Oh, I'm sure Minnesota's going to win, but you never know. I got I got two points to make up. I got to get there. <laughs> uh, Captain Andrew Luck is going to head to uh, New Jersey and play the Jets. Uh, ooh, that's a good game. I'm going to go with the Jets. It's a good game. You got one, one, and four team, one, two, and three team. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a good game. Oh. I didn't say there was two great teams going at it. I would say it's going to be a good game. I, too, am taking, uh, no. What? Hmm. I'm taking Darnold and the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, oh, Jets, Jets. Jets. <laughs> Uh, Carolina at Washington. Ooh, uh, Carolina. I'm going to take Carolina as well. Uh, Buffalo at Houston. Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. I'm taking Houston. Deshaun Watson got pretty. He got banged up. He got pretty rocked. Got banged up. But uh, the Bills, I mean, yeah, hooray, they beat Minnesota, but. You know, they're the, the Bills. <laughs> I'm I'm taking Buffalo. All right, uh, Bills Mafia. L.A. Rams off of their you know big win. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're gonna go to Denver and play the Broncos. Uh, L.A. Uh, I regretfully the regretfully <laughs> is that a word? Regretfully, I too am taking the Rams. Um. You don't get to pick this game yet. Jaguars at Cowboys. I am actually picking the Dallas Cowboys to get the win. I know. Crazy. Baltimore at Tennessee. Mm, Tennessee. Uh, I agree. Tennessee is going to win that game. Uh, One of the games I'm looking forward to the most because I love Mahomes and hate Tom Brady. You got Chiefs at New England. It's going to be a fun game. Who do you got? New England. I also have New England. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes is going to get his first loss. It's just, it's set up that way, isn't it? Like, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah. Yep. Sit down, son. Yeah. All right. And then the Monday night game is <laughs> yucky. <laughs> San Francisco at Green Bay. <sighs> I, man, Detroit, really? I mean, just whooped their ass. They, Green Bay looks all sorts of a mess. So, um, And Aaron Rodgers where, makes it known that he ain't happy about where's it. Where is it at? It is at Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay. I'm also going to take Green Bay because... I would take San Francisco if they were in California. If hashtag Jimmy Graps was still playing, uh, I don't think Bethard can get it done. I I would probably just for shits and giggles take San Francisco, uh, but yeah, new. No. All right, before we get to our own game picks, um, what did we ask for last week? Reviews, reviews, yeah, share, yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. Whatever you want to do, if you want to leave a review. <laughs> If you want to tell a friend to leave a review, if you want to share and and uh, spread 
Common Ground Football Podcast to the masses. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to like. And we're going to get new pictures, just by the way. Yeah, we it's, are. It's on the it's on the, the to-do list. People have been bitching, apparently. We need new pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. You know, once again, we have lives, <laughs> all right? But yes, we're going to get some new pictures. You're all thin now, and I'm fat again, so it's going to be great. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so there's, you know, it'll be a little change. Uh, yeah, so what he said, share. Do whatever you want, actually. Just keep supporting us. We appreciate it. And uh, well, and as you posted, we crossed. Oh, that's the, right. Yeah, we went. We crossed through the twenty five hundred downloads mark. It's pretty awesome. It's it's. Uh, Thank you uh, all for tuning in and listening. It's cool to to see that number. We'll get better. If there's things you want us to do differently, just just tell us. Just tell us. Yeah. Leave that review. Put and, it in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all yeah, right. These guys are great, but uh, I wish they would. Uh, you know, not root for the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, we're probably not going to change that. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that. All right, so let's close this thing out. It's been a, I thought this was going to be a short episode. It's a long one. How about that? Um, start with your game. Dallas, Jacksonville, a Shaguars. Cowboys win, go up to three and three. What's your uh, What's your score? Like I said, nine to six <laughs> six to three it's gonna be one of those dumb games where nobody expects it but it'll be thir- like 37 35 uh they'll win but it will end up being that six to three just watch <laughs> or some weird score like eight to three there'll be a safety in there somewhere <laughs> uh scored five it was five to three <laughs> all right seattle they are going to beat the Oakland Raiders in London, and they are going to beat the crap out of them. 42 Ooh. to 10. Ooh. Somebody didn't get off the plane. Uh, I just see it, man. It's going to happen. All right. Both teams climb up to three and three. And I'm okay with that. Totally okay with that. Is Seattle's bye after this London yeah, trip? Yeah, okay. I get a break. So you you're going to do break. the show by yourself. That's cool. <laughs> just going to turn it on and sit here. Be like, I don't have nothing. I don't care. All right. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. Enjoy the games this weekend. And uh, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. <laughs>